This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. Our Matrix server is about as free as Internet chat can be. Join the existing rooms or create your own at chat.freetalklive.com. guest i mean we'll want to take some um callers and questions maybe but 603-283-6160 is the number but first i wanted to tell you that free free talk live has a social mastodon you can go on to if you hate twitter social.freetalklive.com is back online we apologize for the delay but now you are free to resume posting on our mastodon server at social.freetalklive.com Mastodon is free, open source, decentralized, and federated. Multiple apps are available for iOS, Android, Windows, Mac, and Linux. Social.freetalklive.com. And with you in the studio tonight, you've got me, Bonnie. Colin. And Nikki. And we have a guest on tonight, uh, Scott, from the um, seacoast in New Hampshire. And he knows a lot about Argentina. Um, I I have to interrupt. On the break, I got a message from... uh, Derek J. Hmm. And he actually says he's going to go to Argentina to do a victim crime spree. He says this is his last chance to get it out of his system before Malay imposes all the changes. And so he's just going to go down there. He's, he's, you sold it on him, Scott. He's going to do he's going to do everything he can down there. It's going to be pretty Derek bad. Derek J's victim crime spree. Yeah, yeah. It's I no he's no back. joke, people. It's yeah. He can do it. Yeah. Jesus, that's terrible. So basically, he's referencing that apparently in, in Argentina you can. Not even defend yourself. It's basically illegal. Like, obviously, guns are illegal. And any other kind of self-defense is apparently illegal. And Malay wants to change that. So, Scott, in the last two segments, we basically sat up for the listeners just how Argentina got into the situation there and, and how bad it is. It's so It sounds so bad. Um, progressives, communists, they have ruined that country. I guess you'd say socialists. Um well, either way, they, they have ruined that country. It's like same difference to me, communist, socialist, whatever. Um, they have ruined the country. And now let's fast forward to 2021. And a man named Javier Malay has been reading up on economics. He read a book that our founding host, Ian Freeman, actually did an audiobook for. I'm pretty sure the only audiobook for this book called um, A Market for Liberty. So whenever Javier Malay read that book, he went from... You know, uh, I'm kind of like a conservative to a straight up anarcho capitalist. And then he created something called La Libertad Avanza and ran for president or not president for Congress. So let's start with that and tell people how that um, what how was he able to do that and win on his first try? Yeah, so he had been a pundit 
Um, he, he, he's been an economist. He's written, published like 50 economics papers. He's, he's been a head of a top uh, um, corporation as the chief economist and financial analyst. Um, then in 2016, they put him on the air. <laughs> a big mistake for them. They put him on like television. This guy named Alejandro Fantino put him on this program because he has uh, he's He's very knowledgeable economics, and then he was just a hit. Like he, he would go on, and he would be no holds bar, no diplomacy. Like even back I, then, he was like the leftist scum needs to die and stuff like that. He was saying like um, he was saying he was not holding any bar. Uh, he 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 was talking about oh, the 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 currency is worse than feces, and <laughs> like you're putting a gun to my head, and like. Like, yeah, he was uh, saying he was, things like taxation is theft, and taxation is theft. And, 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 and you gotta love, you gotta love some of the antics. I mean, and of course, everybody I think knows about the chainsaw ones, but uh, you know, there's the one with the pinata of the central bank, and so he's like, bank, yeah, yeah, breaking the. <laughs> he's going crazy. Too, Everyone like, doesn't yeah. necessarily know about the chainsaw. Basically, during his campaigns, he went around with a chainsaw, saying, "Oh, I'm going to cut everything." Right. That's right. Yeah, like, and so he. Yeah, so uh, he they brought him on, and he, it was such a fringe thing because I remember at the time I've been uh, I've, I've been following him forever, and um, it was such a kind of it was just like you, this unique perspective, and they it was so fringe that they didn't think it was harm. They probably thought it was harmless. Mm-hmm. And um, and so they're just leaning, and then Malay would always like just blow up every segment. Like he'd be like, "This is bullcrap," and like you know, these guys are corrupt, and like like you know, free markets, and you know, communism sucks, and, you know, and and saying it in like he's just incredible way. And um, it, it started, you started to see a burgeoning like libertarian movement. Like it was small, I remember, but you could actually, my wife and I would 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 see these people that are starting to follow Malay. And you see his Instagram account getting more higher and higher and stuff. And yeah, I, I was really blown away. I was at uh, the Anarchapulco uh, conference in Mexico uh, last year. There were some Argentine people there, and they were talking with me. And, of course, my impression, which is kind of true, or at least has been true of all of Central and South America, or I should say Latin America, is it's always had this strong socialist, communist kind of leaning. And so I was talking with them, and I was like, you know, you got to be like the only ones in your entire country. And he's like, no, there's actually – it was like growing and then he was mentioning and i'm th- pretty sure he said malay but if he didn't say malay he said one of the other uh guys you'll, you'll know the name off the top of your head but uh, uh and he was like no yeah he's, he's uh, what go ahead oh yeah you say yeah he's he's uh on the the, the tv and doing all this and he's popularizing oh. it and so uh you know i was pretty, i was pretty surprised you know to even see that and to be hearing about this even a year ago i just you know the things didn't line up in my head to really pay attention to at that point in time because i just thought well what's he going to do in a country that's got those sorts of issues how could he get ahead you know right yeah so basically he'd been doing this on the the rate on on the television and <laughs> just acting like uh you know and all of his uh, the opponents would call him a clown and you know all this sort of thing and um it was like in two thousand and twenty um he and um Espert, he and this Espert guy basic uh who's another he's like a uh, kind of he's a libertarian economist they they came on and said we're gonna get into politics because this is getting so bad. In Argentina, it's like we can't. We're we're trying. We're trying to spread the message. We're not doing it, but we're going to get into politics. 
And Espert tried, and Espert kind of failed. Uh, he ran for president. He got like 1% in 2019 or 2%. I think he got 2%. And then uh, um, in, in 2021, Malay said he was going to run for the Congress, which is the, the they call it the deputies, the deputies. It's the lower house. It's like the House of Representatives. Uh, but it's like 160,000 people has one representative, which is a better ratio than the U.S. But um, That's uh, not so as good he, as New Hampshire, though. Not as good as New Hampshire, not quite. <laughs> but so, uh, um, so but as he far started, as like the U.S. Congress, it's much better. Yeah, it, it's like seven hundred thousand for the U.S. Congress per oh. per. It's yeah, it's only one hundred sixty thousand in Argentina, and it's not fixed. Uh, so every hundred more one hundred sixty thousand people move to Argentina, they gain an extra representative, which is better than the uh, the U.S. does it, but. Um, <laughs> If you if you if you care about that thing, but uh, so he decides to run, and he's like the only guy going against in like the whole country politician that's going against the COVID lockdowns. He's the only guy talking about how terrible they are and everything else, and you know he's you know banging his fist. And also um, before that, one of the other reasons why they uh, were thinking about why he decided to run is he there the the government was talking about and trying to censor him so they're trying to like censor him off the radio and off the, off of everything um because he they're starting to figure out this this malay guy is becoming a problem and so that's another reason why he started to run so he i i, I remember i was following his campaign in 2021 and he he was expected to get like one or two percent of the vote he's a libertarian party he just started his party la libertad avanza it's a it's a libert very small third party so he was expected to get like one or two percent of the vote and then he got enough percentage of the vote to get elected to the to the congress to the uh deputies which was at the time like it was it was all over uh argentinian um media like uh it was just like that was that was the big thing oh my gosh this crazy man malay got elected <laughs> And it was, it was actually kind of funny at the time. It was like he was getting, you know, and then Malay is such a he's he's so brilliant in how he 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 uses symbolism. I love how, how we he, all have a crush on Malay. I know. But, how <laughs> but for different reasons. How, yeah. How he uses symbolism. Yeah. He's also a tantric sex coach. But. Yeah, that's that's really? why I like I'm his into hair. Him. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that about him being a tantric sex coach. Yeah, he's it makes done sense. So many different things. But uh, he's got a lot going for him. He he is following this trend we see worldwide of like these celebrity type politicians because he was a soccer player and also yeah. what, oh, what wow. kind of band? Rolling Stones. He was a, a oh. Rolling Stones cover band. Yeah, that's so funny. He's he in a Rolling Stones cover band. <laughs> he's great. an economist. That's why I think was it's he the why. Singer? Yeah, he was a singer. Wow, you can find some of his stuff online of him singing. McJagger. Mm, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's uh, he's he's he's. So I think that all plays into his persona, you know. You know, as an economist, he's a really smart economist, really like really brilliant. Um, uh, like I said, he got into Murray Rothbard. He named his dog after Murray Rothbard. His dog dog's named Murray. His dog's named after all American economists. So his four living dogs are Murray. He, he uh, would no feel thing. at home if he visited here because we know a number of different people here with uh, uh, dogs named after economists and libertarians and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. Murray, yeah. Murray Rothbard. Another one is uh, Ron Paul. Yeah. No, that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah that's who I know. 
And uh, Robert Lucas, uh, he has one. He loves Robert Lucas, the economist, the uh, supply side economist that won the Nobel Prize. So he's, he's got one named Robert and the other one named Lucas. So he's like extremely um, he's extremely well versed in economics. And uh, so all these things combined and he's just his antics. are. So here's the thing that really like made him super popular is he would a lotto off his salary. What so to one lucky winner. It's, I lotto. Thought, yeah, oh. like like auction. Uh, I was gonna say I thought a lotto is like a popsicle. Oh. <laughs> or ice no, cream. Like a lottery off his, his salary. So he would get like emails and email list and he would uh every time he got a salary as as a congressman, um he would he would lotto it off in this whole big grand uh exposition to one lucky winner so everybody in the country wanted to be a part of his email list and it was hilarious he would always make it a huge thing and it just increased started to increase his popularity kept doing all these things he would go up and make big speeches grand speeches in the in the congress and tell everybody they're parasites and you know, he, he was, uh, he, he, he was like, when I was there in, in November, 2022, you could definitely tell it was like a Ron Paul. I saw stickers, Malay stickers around the Buenos Aires and stuff. So it, it was, um, he just, um, in the first time I just knew that there was something with this Malay guy is, um, I remember, um, he would go out to places and all of a sudden he would, he would just get mobbed. I remember the first time I saw it is he went out, he was out and there was this, um, this like this the school bus of these schoolgirls. They were like maybe uh, like sophomore in high school, and all of them were saw Malay. And, ah! and they all just <laughs> That's rushed over to Malay, and they want to get pictures with Malay. And it was like wow. And then I see him again, and he goes to a place, and he's just getting mobbed by people. He just everywhere he goes, he's just getting mobbed and mobbed and mobbed. And he and it was like, wow, this thing is actually getting really big. You know, he was kind of this. Uh, I feel like no politician would that happen to in the United States. You know, like even Ron Paul, he wouldn't be getting, quote, mobbed. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to definitely make some enemies. I what Malay has done, in my opinion, is way more than Ron Paul has ever accomplished. I mean, you could you could say that just in terms of the electoral victory. But I would say even furthermore in how much he's like changed the culture and everything there. Not to take anything away from Ron Paul. I mean, most of us wouldn't be where we are here. And of course, there are crossovers between us and what's going on down there where we helped. We, you know, fed it in some. Yeah, I'm going to keep it in my brain that because Ian did that audio book. Doug Casey found the book, and then yeah. Malay exists. <laughs> yes, uh, I'm sure uh, uh, Malay would very much appreciate uh, Doug uh, Ian very much. Yeah, that, the change of the culture, though, is really important because, you know, and, and one thing I wanted to kind of come back to, you know, the previous segment you are talking about how bad things have been down there, you know, I, I've heard so many because I listen to content, news content from all around the world. And there are like British people that are saying, "Well, you know, they've had it so bad for so long. They just, you know, th- decided to try anything." But hmm. that's not what you really see in the voting because you know, if if somebody's seen it so bad for so long, they would be old. And yet, all the old people were voting for the establishment candidates, and it was right. the younger people who voted for them. Something like sixty-three percent of people. What was it under the age of twenty? Uh, it it might have been even seventy percent of the people under the age. Of uh, 24 voted for Malay. 
And so, I mean, that's just huge. I mean, like, we don't, we, uh, what, how many young people in the United States would identify as, you know, libertarian or anarcho-capitalist or voluntarist or yeah, any not one that of those many. terms? Yeah, and I mean, I, th- I actually think, although I don't have anything to back this up, but I think it's true that basically, like, uh, uh, Scott and I's generation, and maybe just a bit older, is the most libertarian generation there's been. Millennials? In, I don't know if I believe that. Uh, it's not the younger people, and it's not the older people. I've heard the Zoomers are actually not bad either. Hmm. I forget They're which, which When I think of are. millennials, I think of, not you guys, but I think of, like, very entitled, and, and by the way, I'm su- supposedly technically a millennial, but I do not, um, like, well, identify yeah, that way. Entitled. No, I'm just kidding. No, but I just think of, like, entitled <laughs> liberals who are, like, $15 an hour minimum wage. I like Bernie okay. Sanders. I, I think of, like, the youngest generation when I think of that. Like, college kids now. I don't think they know now. who Bernie Sanders is. You know? No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't even like him. I mean, he's like old and stale, and he not even he doesn't even go. Yeah, far they want to vote for they're, a little baby. I, they're, yeah, they're getting pretty I've bad. Heard, now. I've heard that they. Uh, I actually, I think that the millennials are a little bit more. I think the millennials. You can see this in the data are a little bit more. Um, yeah, like more progressive. And the, I've heard that the Zoomers are actually kind of rebelling against that. They're more conservative. Yeah, so, but are, uh, but I mean, are they libertarian? You know? And there's some that are libertarians. I I, I think it's probably right. That I guess there are more millennial most- libertarians in New Hampshire than there are Zoomers, so I'll give you that. Right. There was no internet. But you know, so one thing we hard. can definitely agree on is that the boomers are lost not, cause. Yeah, they're a lost cause. <laughs> they're um, not able to really use the internet and understand jokes and things like that. Um, they type dot, 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 dot after everything they say, so everyone yeah. thinks they're mad at them. Hey, this not, is something that, that really bothers Bonnie. <laughs> yeah. Is the dot, dot, the points of there's, ellipsis there's, I was yeah. about to say there's a name for that. Yeah, I know it's ellipsis, but I know it is, but I'm, I'm just always saying. And besides, they don't use it, an ellipsis. They put, like, five dots. That, Bonnie just hates caps lock. That's you know how, how, yeah. how uncertain they are. The more dots, they're just confused. Yeah. But they're just saying like it's like it'll be like your mom, and she'll be like, "What are you doing today?" Dot 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 dot. Yeah. Why? Anyways, um, I just think like we can agree that younger people are more close to libertarians than older people. I feel feel like older people are just so brainwashed because all they're used to is having no ability to get information other than from the TV or from their parents or from their teacher. Yeah, right. They're not used to having... I mean, obviously, like, even boomers, like, they have access to the internet. They have for a long time, but they're not using it in the same way that the younger generations are. They didn't grow up with it. You know, yeah, they didn't grow up with it. So, I mean, we're seeing, like, even, like, the college kids, I mean, they can find out about all sorts of things. So if they were to kind of, if libertarianism or you know, ANCAP was to pique their interest, they would be able to open their mind up to all of that information where boomers probably might not be able you know what, to though, as well. I'll, I'll kind of go you know against that and, and back up what I was saying about like my generation. Not like I'm trying to brag, like I don't really feel like I'm part of my generation either, but you know, uh, like the 
the boomers, it's all, you know, oh, what's the television or what's the radio say or things like that. They're not using the Internet like that. But all the young people don't use the Internet the way that I do. Like, uh, you know, I remember a time when there really wasn't the Internet. Like the people in my generation, it like started entering their houses. There was no like these big, you know, YouTubes and Facebooks and things like that that censored. And so I would have to go search for information and I would see contradictory information. I'd have to figure out what was true. Yeah, you have to filter it yourself. Yeah, Yeah, and it was and it was it was those were the wild West days. I mean, I saw videos of like Saddam Hussein's execution and yeah. stuff like that, even though it wasn't supposed to be out there. But, you know, nowadays everything is filtered through uh, these these different apps that people use on their phones. Like most, most of these young kids, I don't even think they actually know what like the internet is. Like, other than that, it's on their phone. But even then, I think yeah. they, they they actually they don't understand what yeah. it really is. Or, yeah, that's, that's probably engines. right. Yeah, yeah, that's probably right. You know, and especially nowadays, like where Google owns YouTube and it's kind of like things are more like Facebook owns all the social media. So you're not even getting really you're not getting different kinds of social medias. It's an umbrella of, yeah, it looks different. Instagram might look differently, but it's still owned by Facebook Mm -hmm, and it's still mm -hmm. censored and and has that same algorithm. Yeah. Well, another thing about all those algorithms that's that's kind of like disturbing is, you know, back in the day when governments did propaganda, they would have to try to tailor a propaganda that got the most amount of people to agree with it. But nowadays, you can actually get very specific things because they're tracking you. So they'll push like a particular thing to you. So whatever you identify is you know like if it's whether it's conservative or you know as as a uh, what's the word I'm looking for here you know progressive well no I mean like like let's say let's say something even about your sexuality so they might be like oh you like this content because you're into uh, why am I bisexual no 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 like I'm trying to think of a, a word other than, tra- than tranny what's the word I'm looking for right trans, now trans trans yeah okay <laughs> transgender that's the word I was looking for so like let's say a person has something like that that really defines them to themselves they might start pushing to you like transgender YouTubers or whatever, TikTokers yeah. or whatever, and then those people will like be like, yeah, I can't wait to go fight in uh, Iran or something like that, and, and you'll like go along with it because it's like, oh yeah, it's just like me. Mm-hmm. Like, they're gonna get to, they're gonna get a really able to, you know, pinpoint this stuff down and give people the specific type of propaganda that resonates with them and you know people aren't paying attention the phones are seeing everything you're doing oh, absolutely Your facial expressions how much you wait before you scroll down on an item so they 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 know what you like i do things that purposely i'm like no you're not going to see me looking at this thing longer than i was looking at it and i go fast but anyways mm-hmm. that, that was my rant yeah, and in, uh, in South America, they don't seem to care as much about the Spanish. Um, they they yeah. don't seem to uh, have nearly as many censors and that sort of thing in, on Spanish content. Oh, too. Yeah. So they uh, people in Argentina and YouTube are are much more they are much more um, able to see Malay. Yeah, I, I totally noticed that when I've searched for content in different languages, it's not as censored because they're just not paid attention to it or they you know the, that's so weird yeah i i definitely think he snuck through at a sweet spot like after yeah. this you know they're gonna get all over this and try to clamp it down and try to give people you know the false dichotomies of choice so you go oh, you can choose between socialist a and status you know b or whatever um so i like this is all just completely oh there we go it's fine. You can still talk during the thing. I, for like I still 10 talk. It's Free Talk Live, and more is coming up. We are basically doing Argentina Talk Live tonight, but you can call in with questions if you'd like to. 603-283-6160. It's Free Talk Live. More coming up.
What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. Are you a business owner? Are you confused by the complexity of the tax laws? We can help. I'm Dan Pilla, and I've been helping business owners solve tax problems for over 40 years. My book, The Small Business Tax Guide, shows proven ways to avoid all the common business tax problems. Don't risk your business. Go to danpilla.com to order your copy. That's danpilla.com. Order now and get a free 15-minute call directly with me, a $99 value. Go to danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com. USA News Update. The Federal Reserve has opted to maintain current interest rates, postponing any potential rate cuts until later in the year. Another meeting is scheduled for March. An ongoing exchange of prisoners between Russia and Ukraine is in progress. Officials from both countries have reported the return of over 200 Ukrainian service members in exchange for 195 Russian soldiers. This marks the initial swap following the tragic Russian military plane crash, which the nation claimed was transporting 65 captured Ukrainian soldiers. President Biden is set to visit East Palestine, Ohio for the first time, one year after a train carrying hazardous materials derailed and led to air and water contamination. The White House announced that Biden will meet with affected residents next month and evaluate the progress of recovery efforts. The president received criticism for not promptly visiting the town in the aftermath of the derailment. John Schaefer, USA News. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy. There's no reason why you shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. And I'm going to give you a free copy of my lecture that tells you exactly how to do it. In fact, after you've lived a long and healthy life, there should be only two documents in your medical chart, a birth certificate and a death certificate. I'm Dr. Wallach with a warning. If you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol, high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, and other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. My free lecture is going to reveal what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. It's all in my free lecture called Deadly Recipe. So call toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. Again, that's toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. 1-855-79-YOUNG. Are you still looking for that one iodine that you can really trust? A medical doctor-endorsed product that is backed by honest research and true integrative science. Then search no further. Go to NutraMedical.com for Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutriodine, proven time and time again to be the very best iodine available for you. Nutriodine is the only Tesla-activated monatomic plasma iodine in the world. It optimizes mitochondrial function and generation of new mitochondria from totally neutralized 
neutralizing the venom from a desert recluse spider bite in Southern California to eliminating malaria parasites reported by medical missionaries in Central India. Dr. Bill's Nutriodine is simply the most powerful healing formula there is. Nutriodine clears the body of all known pathogens, restores it to an alkaline state, and even promotes stem cell regeneration. Order Dr. Bill's Nutriodine today at 888-212-8871 or visit us online at NutriMedical.com. We still do email. Drop your email address in the entry box at freetalklive.com and you'll be kept in the loop with Free Talk Live. Machine 3125, that's Machine 3125, for being a diamond level amplifier with us for every talk live. An amplifier means somebody that helps to advertise, market, promote, and support Free Talk Live. And we really, really appreciate everybody who does that. So thank you so much to Machine 3125. Um, and if you would like to learn more, you can go to amps.freetalklive.com. That's amps.freetalklive.com. And with you in the studio tonight, you've got me, Bonnie. Uh, Colin. Nikki. And we and have Scott. a guest. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. We have a guest on as well. I, th- I think I know. He was ready. Three, two, one, uh, f- or was it three, one, two, five's brother, uh, three, one, two, six. Yeah. 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 Good, good guy. Good they were guy. born in the same lab. <laughs> same, same production run. Um, so in, in the studio tonight, we do have a guest named Scott. Sorry, I spoke over you when you were talking or introducing yourself. And in the last three segments, we were talking about Argentina, basically how we got here today with the only anarcho-capitalist president in the world in Argentina. And um, his name is Javier Malay, if you haven't heard of him. And we basically, I think we covered all the history. We covered all the poverty and how bad it is there. And I want to get to Javier Malay himself. So basically, we saw in 2021, we, we talked about in 2021, he won his election to Congress there. He started his own party called the Libertad Avanza, Liberty Advances. And that's an awesome name. And what, is he, what has he done since then, Scott? Yeah, so he he got elected, uh, and I mean, nobody thought he was going to get. I don't think he thought he was going to get elected, but he he won the primary and then um, forced a runoff in the general election, and then in the runoff he got fifty six percent of the vote. He got the most votes ever in an Argentinian election. He got off over fourteen million votes. In Argentina, um, just to Congress? No, for for, uh, oh, for president. Yeah, president. Sorry, sorry, sorry about that. Yeah, so he he started to run. Um, after, shortly after he became, he won his um his congressional seat. He decided to he's going to run for president. Nice. And so, yeah. So 
he, he, he part of the reasons he was doing all the stunts and all that sort of thing was to get to get uh, popularity to get publicity and it worked and uh you know you saw just like i said every everywhere he went um it was like early 2022 or or, or early 2023 late 2022 you'd see him going places and it was like like 10 like 10,000 people would just be there to watch him to to just to see him he went to some typically peronist slash progressive places and like terror to Tierra de Fuego, and it would and it would just be like you'd get mobbed, and uh, so it was like it was something it was something special, and um, they they didn't think he was going to do very well, but um, he did way better than his polling, and basically he blew up Argentina when he won, when he won the primary, which is like right before the general election. Um, it's kind of hard to explain, but it's it, it it matters, and he just blew up Argentina, and um, and then eventually won in the in the runoff by a huge margin. Yeah, well they and had it, well they had two, uh, what was it two runoffs, and then the regular election, right? No, they have like a primary. It's a jungle system where they it's 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 it's, it's everybody votes on the same day. And, um, what happens is that the person that gets the most, the person whose party gets the most votes. So they'll have multiple different parties mm-hmm. and they'll, they'll see who went, you know, just like our primaries, they'll see who's going to be the nominee of the party. But, uh, it, these are actually really important because, um, you only get one vote. It's an open primary and you choose who you want. And, uh, what happens is the, the party with the most votes, wins and every single time that the party with the most votes um besides every single time except for one time and that was a weird exception the uh the party with the most votes wins the general election in these primaries and malay got the most votes he got 30 percent of the vote um well first time around he got 36 right no, he just got 30 i thought it was 36 and then it was 30 and then the the final thing no. He stayed at 30, yeah. There, okay. There was so much fraud in the second one. So he got the most votes, which uh, were, it was like blew up Argentina because like this crazy ANCAP guy got the, the most votes and is like most likely going to become president. Yeah, well, and, you know, and I, th- I think that speaks too to the fact that like, you know, it's not like people, they, like they had the one chance to like even see if they liked him. And then because they got that chance and they said, oh, other people support him, then they were able to be like, okay, well, maybe I will too. You, you know, you, right. you, don't, you don't really get that here in the U.S. where, you know, there's basically these two parties and it's like you pretty much got to pick. Once. Yeah, you have to pick one or the other. And then you're always like, well, the lesser of two evils, oh, I guess I'll do that one. You know, and of That's course, right. you know, and then of course, evil always wins, but usually, usually the worst guy, I think. But, uh, you know, there with the, with a the kind of runoff type thing. You at least get to test and see, like, oh, I might actually like this other guy. Let me throw my vote out there the first time around, and then you know, you, oh, there is support for this because you know, I mean, we really the way the two party system is locked up here it makes it to where nobody even wants to take a chance. And you know, you've seen it here in New Hampshire where there'll be a libertarian Republican who gets elected, and then he'll switch to being an L. You know, it actually, well, he'll be a loser too, but no, uh, uh, he'll switch to be a libertarian and then he won't get any votes. And it's like, but wait, you're already the incumbent. So it, it is right. really, it is really strange to see how powerful the two party effect is in people's minds here. But anyways, that was, you know, you, 
Go ahead. Go ahead, Scott. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, it, it is interesting because the debates in Argentina actually had all the parties polling over 1%. So they had the, uh, the socialists, which are, they're like literally communist and they're open about that. Hmm. You had this, uh, this, this province called Cordoba is like the most base. They call it Cordoba based. It's like the most anti Kirchner province. It's a farming province and they hate the, the Peronists and the Kirchners generally. Um, and they had their own candidate trying to represent the interior of the country because Buenos Aires, it, it, like I said, it's eighth biggest country. It, uh, it most of the, like, um, it's very dominated by Buenos Aires. They got about 15 million people there and the rest of the country is pretty empty. So, um, there's, they're, they're, they're trying to, there's other province, Cordoba ran somebody to try to get some interest into the, uh, the interior of the country. Then you had the center right. And then you had Massa, which is like the Kirchner, Peronis, and then Malay. So um, the um, the center right disgraced themselves with Macri when the economy just kept getting worse. And then um, Massa was the economics minister the last two years when the the economy just just fell off a roof. So he he had lost a lot of his um, a lot of his. Um, he, I mean, he was disrespect. Like nobody respected him. And then you had this crazy guy that is actually talking about inflation, which nobody else was talking about, in Malay, and um, and that's I think that's why he was chosen. So, yeah, I mean, he basically he yeah. So he it, the, the debates were great watching all five of those. And Malay really hated the socialist uh, Marion Bregman, but it was pretty funny. Did he hold back at all, or did he call her a parasite? Uh, you know, he, he was fairly civil hmm. in the debates. Um, probably the best idea. Yeah. He, he, uh, there was famous clips of him, um, when he was a pundit calling politicians parasites to their face. Nice. Saying you're a parasite, you That's know, awesome. stuff like that. Well, yeah. Stuff like that. But he, is- he was pretty civil because he, he knew that he already had those people. He already had the people that loved we know when he called people pair, you know, his yeah. craziness. He was trying to get the people that were like, you on know, those other, yeah, on the fence or like he wanted to assure them that he wasn't crazy, you know, or anything like, or a clown, like he'd always been called. So that makes a lot of sense. I mean, I'm kind of missing the old, you know, antics, to be honest. I'm just like hoping he'll, he'll run out of the, you know, the, the Casa Rosada. Which Does he is, have a Twitter? You know, uh, he, I, I think he does. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm not on Twitter. Awesome. So he's always uh, retweeting oh, Rothbard, and uh, he's always retweeting Rothbard and all the li- like. LRN.FM. Oh, just sorry, sorry, sorry. it's okay. Just don't forget you can't cuss on the air. I didn't say anything wrong. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, but we can't say any FCC unfriendly things on the air. I kind of forgot to tell you that, but you mostly don't cuss, so. Anyways. Yeah, I cut very, cuss very little, but uh, yeah. So uh, um, he um, he did call the uh, just like last week. It caused he called the Colombian president a uh, a, a murderer mm, that oh, yeah, is in that. his country. <laughs> well, he is a murderer, right? <laughs> yeah, he was actually a murderer, but that's like to call somebody else that I actually kind of disagree with some some of that, but. Um, 
but it, I mean, so he does still has that in him. But what what kind of policies has he started implementing since he's gotten into office? Because people, um, of course, a lot of people are um, even even me. Like when he ran, I was like, this is interesting, but it's probably a psyops. This is interesting, but I am just so black pilled on the entire world that it's probably all fake. So what has he actually done that's good since he got into office? Oh, uh, so he is not fake. Um, and I was like you, like, what is he going to do? Mm-hmm. And he has gone light speed towards deregulating his country, towards cutting spending. Um, so when he got elected, um, it, the first month of him being in government, they cut the government spending 30%. So nice. 30% lower spending. In just the month, first month. Yeah. In just the first month. He His first he had, day. His he, first, yeah. Was he eliminated all of those departments from 21 he, he down to nine? Yeah. And he's, he's eliminated one more to eight. So oh, he, he did. Was, he did get the that last one. He got, uh, yeah, he got rid of infrastructure. Oh, okay. Yeah, because, uh, you know, uh, I was looking at it, I was like, oh, you liar, you fake, you phony. You said you were going to go to eight. Ah, we are not getting what we he wanted here. What a, he's, he's a psyop because he said he ate, but he left us with nine, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. No, so now he's actually done that, so... Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, so he's he's cut down. Uh, yeah, he's cut down from twenty one to eight. Um, he just just on the government side, he's eliminated all the, of these political appointees, uh, a ton of them. Uh, I can't remember. It's like over. It, it, it's quite a few of them uh, that he's well, th- eliminated. But thousands, thousands of actual like government employees have been yeah. basically fired. It, yeah. Right, he's fired. Um, he's requiring everybody to go to work, so you have to actually go to work. So, what Argentina is interesting um, after the pandemic, they didn't. They were all remote work, and what happens in Argentina is like there's so much fraud in the government. Whereas uh, everybody knows this happens. It happens all the time, and uh, people know that people that do this, like you know, let's say you get a job with the government and you go on maternity leave. You're still getting paid. You just never come back and they keep paying you. They do stuff like that all the time. Whereas all these people just keep getting paid by the government. They don't even work. And uh, so he, Malay's like, you got to come into the office. For you to get paid, you have to actually come into the office. So he's like requiring people to come into the office. So he's kind of being and like so- Elon Musk for Twitter, but with the whole yes. country. Yeah. So he's, yeah. And, um, and so he's cutting out those people that are fraud. He's auditing every single department, and they uh, they're they're cutting everything. I mean, all the cars, all the cell phone plans, anything that's waste, they're cutting. Um, Argentina has all these welfare plans, and they found out that like 160 thousand welfare plans were going to rich people. Uh, so like yeah, they, they were- also cut they cut uh, like payments to people who were receiving them who didn't even live in the country. Wow. That's right. That's what yeah. I'm talking about. Like these welfare plans were going to people that are rich and stuff. I mean, you'd rather you'd like to have an extra two thousand dollars in your pocket just for from the government. I mean, so yeah, he did that. Um, yeah, but they were mad. Yeah, you need, remember what I told you about the infrastructure projects being the source of corruption in Argentina. Mm-hmm. He edited all the infrastructure projects. So, so just he's just gonna it. privatize it, basically. 
Um, he's gonna. He's like. Uh, he's like uh, provinces. Well, he probably do. would want to as like an Austrian economist type guy, but he's at least just cutting the f- government funding of all the current projects that they're doing. That's right. He's um in in his omnibus law that he's doing right now. He's basically setting up where they can privately pay for these instruct like they could raise money privately for these infrastructure projects. So, yeah. So. Argentina is a provincial um, um, system, not a state system. So the central government really does run almost everything. Um, They have way more power than the states do. And so really the central government has runs the provinces and he has gotten, he's reduced the amount of uh, money to the provinces almost to, to basically cover the very bare, the, just the minimums that he needs to cover. So but that's actually, I thought he had to pump a bunch more money into the economy while he's doing these things. So it doesn't like, you know, cause really bad. So how's he no, doing that? He's not pumping any money. He's not printing any money. He's not doing anything like that. Hmm, I guess he's, I had a, a misunderstanding. I thought he was making kind of like a cushion for people who, cause with the way that he's making these changes, Things were, are going to get worse before they get better, right? So okay. I thought okay. it was like. I think we did read an article a couple weeks ago or something that it seemed to allude to something like that. But yeah. I mean, we kind of so, mentioned before some of it's hard because it's like all translated into English and it's like. Yeah, that's what, you're only getting a few perspectives. We're not able to absorb all of the content that is available right. on Malay. So he, yeah, so he is, he didn't cut like food stamps. That's smart. So like if, if, if he's not cutting like food stamps or anything like that, um, in fact, uh, for children, he increased, uh, food stamps. So for children, 60% of the children in Argentina are poor, uh, in poverty. So he, he, he's like, these children can't take care of themselves. Uh, they, they, you know, so he was like, we're going to make sure they have food. Um, so that's what's probably what you're referring to, hmm. but, um, so that's like one of the only things that he has done, but that, I mean, he's tr- trying to give you know, it, it's, 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 it's a country where people eat out of the trash, um, regularly. And I've seen children have very little food. Let's put it that way. Hmm. So it's, uh, I, I mean, you know, it's not the worst thing in the world. Um, but uh, so he all so uh, that's just on the the government side. He's been he's been cutting spending like crazy. He did this uh, so the Peronists, the Kirchners, had control of the Congress and the and the executive branch. And what they did is they strengthened this executive order thing. Where and now it's um, backfired on them. It's kind it's of funny. Totally yeah. Backfired on them. So they 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 just hmm. did this executive order where they could do whatever they wanted to do. And we and, say that all the time on Free Talk Live. We talk about how anytime you you want to give the government some control of something when your guys are in, well, don't forget that. When the other people are in, they're going to use it against you. That's right. And but it's happening in a good way. Malay just like did this thing where he like deregulated the whole economy. <laughs> and he told the Wall Street Journal just this Monday, I think it was, he said, this, basically everything that Scott has went over in this segment, represents only a quarter of the reforms we are proposing. And once these yeah. laws have passed, we are willing to push for more. 
I mean, you know, it's, it's it's amazing too. Like that list, it's it's so comprehensive. I almost can't even like recall all of the things it's, on it's it. So it's it's much. everything from from licensing laws for different types of jobs to like restrictions on landlords to uh, uh, right. what else? You know, restrictions uh, in different industries. Oh, yeah, open skies policies. You know, it's like all the little things, because you'll find, you know, especially amongst libertarians, we'll complain about some of these, like, certain things that there are, like, in the U.S., like, re- regarding airlines or, like, what is it, the Joneses Act? Is that the one with the, uh, the so go, yeah, the ships? And and we'll, back. Yeah, and we'll complain about those things. And it's just, those are little ones that, like, kind of bother us. And you have this whole entire list of them, and each one of them might not even be that significant, you know, as opposed to just some, you know, general level of taxation for the average person. But, uh, you know, he's, like, doing everything. It's like each every little thing that anybody who's a libertarian or or austrian economist type guy would do if they were you know in that position or at least that's the test i've been using as i look at it i'm like what would i do if i was in his position well you know i'd come in and on the first day i would eliminate everything i possibly could i wouldn't try and hold back you know and i'd show the people that i am actually doing what i'm saying i'm going to do to get support because i've seen it so many times you know politicians in the u.s you know specifically republicans who will say they're going to like do some good stuff some libertarian stuff free the economy in this way or that way and they come in and they don't really do any of that and then and then it like turns into this like whole uh bargaining chip thing oh i couldn't do all of it now and whatever but then it's like well now i don't even want to like help you know like support you at all but in his case he's even like kind of pressuring the congress he's like hey look i you know we're waiting on you guys right now and i just got voted (laughs) in by this huge majority so you know you guys might be on the chopping block next with the voters because they're 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 behind me you know yeah uh that's that's exactly right and um yeah he's been going at, at such a rapid pace that um that it it is um it has actually got galvanized a lot of people behind him um, that actually see that he's um, for real. And uh, a lot of these uh, people are talking about how uh, his Congress is just so terrible. It's um, all social Democrats. And I mean, there's a few libertarians. His party out of 257 only got 38 elected the libertarians. Now, when he got elected, there was only two, I think. It was either two to five. I think there's only two when he got elected in 2021. And his how party. many are in, are in Congress now? 257. Wow. So his party got 38 elected, which is a big increase, but only 38 out of 257. Oh, okay. Well, still, there are 38 in the Congress. I, yeah. There's not that in the United States. Um, 38, you know, basically ANCAPs. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Libertad Avanza, which is like libertarians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I don't it's, know. It's also it's also breaking up the whole entire uh, you know, as he would call it, the cast, but the whole political system up there to where people who've been in these parties but haven't been able to go against them, you know, are actually kind of like, oh, well, maybe I'll jump ship. And maybe those people who aren't principled, you know, that could be it, or they don't have, you know, the the the, the fortitude to stand up for what they believe in until that somebody else is there to do it for them. But at least there are people even switching sides, so to speak. I don't know if they're actually changing any kind of party affiliation, but I hear that people who have been in the other two, uh, you know, the the Peronists and the uh, Kirch, I can't say it. But the Peronists and Kirchners are the yeah. same. The uh, the Peronists in the center right, they call them the uh, the pro. They're, 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 they, they, here's the thing: they change their names all the time. Um, they they keep the same like symbols and stuff, but they change their names. So I just call them the center right party, the pro party. Um, they're with Malay. 
Uh, they won't go as far as Malay wants to go and everything, but they're with him in a lot of this stuff. So, um, um, and it, it just said uh, that the fact that he's been such a strong leader, I mean, you know, when Trump got elected and I know we don't, but uh, like, we're going he, to lock her up. We're going to throw her in jail. I know, She's but a bad he, woman. Like, he was like a bumbling fool he? when he was president, you know? Uh, yes. He was going to get you, but he could only get Ian. No, no, no. That's, that's, <laughs> oh, that's, God. that's lock her yeah. up, Hillary. <laughs> but he was such Trump a bumbling voice. fool. When he was elected, like he, he didn't, put, he didn't do anything, you know. In fact, oh, yeah. that's another thing, you know. I, I just want to say, like, like, yeah, stuff. yeah. Belay has this extreme agenda. I mean, it's you know extreme by some people's viewpoints. It's reasonable to us, but um, you know, what's the closest that we've ever gotten from anything here in the U.S.? Like, I mean, Ronald Reagan said he was going to get rid of the education department. That's just one, and then nothing, and that didn't happen. And it didn't happen. But and that's that what we're seeing, right? So we see, like, even with Donald Trump, how he like promised all these the things. Wall. None of that happened, right? But for some reason, like, people oh, are still like diehard Donald yeah. Trump fans. Like yeah, exactly. he's going to save us, Joe yeah. Biden, so bad. But yeah. Malay got in office, and immediately, like within days of him being in office, he had already done more than any U.S. president ever had. Yeah, and, and, and a lot of the people yeah. who uh, are like, "Oh, it's a psyop," and all of this. One, they're not checking into any of these details. I find they just yeah. say they say very ignorant things. That I'm oh. D- Darn, there we go again. I was going to re- circle back to something I said earlier. This, yeah. So. Okay, then just hold on. It's Free Talk Live. More coming up. Don't go anywhere. And we'll be back for the last hour of Free Talk Live. Don't go anywhere. Yeah, here you go. As Dr. Wallach says, we all have nutrient deficiencies in our diets and must supplement with 90 essential nutrients in proper balances. At no cost or obligation, get a personal certified holistic health coach to help you develop a supplement program based on Dr. Wallach's recommendations. Call Linda at 833-VITAL-90. That number to call is 833-848-2590. That's 833-VITAL-90. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, the Mineral Doctor. You've heard me talk about 90 for Life for years. 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, 2 fatty acids. You may not know this, that I've actually designed Arthur decks for animals. That's right. Your pets need 90 for Life, too. Get this essential pet product by calling 877-279-9422. That's 877-279-9422. Again, 877-279-9422. Looking for that edge during those intimate moments? We see many ads for enhancement, but the side effects include death. At GCN Team, we should change the Healthy Body Brain and Heart Pack to the Healthy Libido Pack. The brain and heart are not the only organs that require a healthy vascular system. For proper blood flow at the right moment, go to GCNTeam.com or call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. Anytime, any place, anywhere. Radio remains the most intimate of all forms of media. At home, at work, in the car, on smartphones. Over 90% of consumers still listen to radio every week. That makes choosing radio as a place to advertise your business one of the best decisions you can make. Email advertise at GCNlive.com and partner up with an experienced GCN representative. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. 